Welcome back, Giants fans. Today was the schedule release day. We've known for a while who the Giants' opponents were going to be in the 2022 season, but today we got the official schedule. We're going to run through it weeks 1 through 18. Maybe give a record prediction at the end or a little expectation. I won't give wins and losses for every game, but we'll go through the schedule, what to expect. Obviously, a lot can change from even now to September, but this is all we have right now, so we're going to go through it. Hopefully, you guys enjoy the video. Leave in the comments, how do you feel about the schedule? Do you think it lines up nicely? What's your win expectation for the Giants next year? Hope you guys enjoy, and let's get into it. Week number one, the Giants are at the Tennessee Titans, a 425 game on Fox, if you guys care what channel it's on um yeah obviously it's not the most ideal start on the road against a pretty tough team I mean the Titans have a very good run game as we know very good safety duo with Byard and Hooker and a couple good young cornerbacks I like so yeah they got some good pass rushers Brud Dupree they also have Jeffrey Simmons and Harold Landry it's going to be a bit difficult for the Giants' offensive line, receivers. It's it's not the easiest week one matchup. You know, Tennessee might have a bit of in-transition period. You know, they lost Julio Jones. They lost A.J. Brown. And, you know, they're relying on Robert Woods coming off an ACL tear. I don't even know if he'll be ready for week one. So maybe Tennessee has a bit of a depleted wide receiving core. But obviously, the Giants have to stop Derrick Henry. So... I would not expect to be favored in that game, but still, I guess crazier things have happened. But hey, on the bright side, as Giants fans, we're accustomed to starting 0-1 every single season, so I guess this might be no different, but you never know. Maybe the Giants will beat the Malik Willis-led Tennessee Titans. No, I'm kidding. I'm sure it's going to be Tannehill, but... It's not the easiest matchup, but, you know, it is possible they could win that game. Now, Week 2 is the home opener versus the Carolina Panthers. This is a game they have to win. I mean, look, the Panthers looked like an up-and-coming team last year. The first three or four weeks, they were undefeated, but they, they stink. Like, the Giants, I think, are a better team right now than the Carolina Panthers. So, you know, we can call this the Gettleman Bowl. Of course, Gettleman was with Carolina, was with the Giants, but... Yeah, this is a game where the Giants, I think, should be favored. I'm not expecting much out of this, this uh, Panthers team. They have some good pieces on that team. I'm not going to act like the entire team is garbage. I like Brian Burns. Obviously, McCaffrey should be healthy. Um, they have DJ Moore, Taylor Moten at right tackle. Obviously, Sam Darnold has a ton of experience playing in MetLife. We know that. So, still, I, just, I still think the Giants should win this game. If they don't win this one it's gonna you know set off some panic alarms and all that but let's be honest it is a rebuilding season for the Giants not like people are you know on the hot seat maybe other than Daniel Jones but it's not like you know the head coaches or the GM are on the hot seat it's, it's week two of a new regime so it would suck to lose this one but I do think the Giants should win this one versus the Panthers here we go week three against the Dallas Cowboys the Giants are the home team here the Giants actually don't go on the road officially from week one to week seven. I mean, they do play in London against the Green Bay Packers week five, but week two is a home game. Week three is a home game. Week four is a home game. Then you have the London game, which I don't really count as an official road game. You're not playing at Green Bay. And then you're home versus Baltimore week six. That's five straight games of not playing on enemy territory. So that's actually kind of a nice advantage there for the Giants early on, especially with like a new coach and a new regime, as I said. So anyway, uh, the Dallas Cowboys, they are a team that I think honestly regressed this offseason. A lot of teams in the offseason get better. The Cowboys are one of the few teams, in my opinion, that got worse. I'm not trying to be a Cowboys hater. I'm just telling it how it is. I mean, trading Amari Cooper for a 
fifth round pick is not what you want to see. Um, they've lost a lot of talent, that team. So let's, let's just tell it how it is. I mean, of course, they still have great players, Micah Parsons and Dak Prescott's a top half quarterback in the league. I mean, they still have good guys on that team. CeeDee Lamb, I very much respect. But yeah, I mean, they, they definitely lost some pieces this year. So I'm not going to act like the Giants are going to win this game. I'm sure Dallas will be favored, assuming that things mostly stay the same. But still, this would be a nice opportunity for the Giants to kind of steal a game at home, prime time, and maybe start 2-1. and one. You never know. But ultimately, the Cowboys, as I said, they should be favored. But this would be a nice opportunity for the Giants right here to just maybe sneak a Week 3 victory against their hated rival. Week 4, the Giants are home versus the Chicago Bears. You have to win this game. Once again, it's kind of like the Panthers won. I think Chicago might be worse than the Panthers. Like The Bears, are, I think, are a bottom three team in the NFL right now. Justin Fields was the previous regime, a stupid decision by them. Like, why would you have a GM draft a quarterback and fire him the next year and the head coach? But not our problem. But anyway, they trade Khalil Mack. They lose Allen Robinson. Their offensive line's got awful. Justin Fields might still have some growing pains. I don't. I have no idea. But still, like this is a game the Giants have to win. There's really no excuses. I mean, Chicago, I guess, has some pieces defensively that are pretty good, but... Um, between their offensive line, their lack of receiving weapons now, and you know Justin Fields, we don't know what he's going to be. This is one the Giants at home should get, I hope at least. Week 5 versus the Packers, of course. Uh, London game, the Giants avoid going to Green Bay, so that's awesome. It's a 9.30 a.m. game, which I hate. I'm not a morning person, personally, but some of you people, the early risers, you may like this. I don't know. But anyway, it's on NFL Network, and obviously the Packers are going to be a good team. They're projected to win the AFC North. No surprise there. They do lose Devontae Adams, and there's some lack of receiving options there, but that's not really a problem when you have a future Hall of Fame quarterback and Aaron Rodgers and a solid run game with A.J. Dillon, Aaron Jones. So, you know, I'm not expecting to win that game, but not having this game be at Green Bay is awesome. I like Green Bay. I think that stadium's awesome, of course, all the history there. But when it's your team playing there, you'd rather avoid that at all costs. So the Giants definitely benefit with that. You never know. Neutral field. I'm sure the Packers, if I had to guess, would probably be favorites by four and a half, five points. But, you know, you never know. If Daniel Jones really hits the ground running and, and really adapts to this offense very nicely, the Giants are clicking. Let's say they start the season two and two or even three and one maybe they you know catch some lightning in a bottle and somehow win this game but yeah I, I do think the Packers will be favored for this London game assuming that Aaron Rodgers is healthy week six the Giants are home versus the Baltimore Ravens a one o'clock game I mean this will be tough Baltimore played very well versus the Giants in the end of the 2020 season I mean Jones was playing on one leg at that point but yeah I mean it's a tough team to beat. I thought Baltimore had a great offseason, too. They had a really good draft. So they're going to be a tough team to beat. And I'm sure they're hungry because they missed the playoffs last year after starting like 8-4. and four. So I'm sure they will be hungry. And it's going to be a tough one, even being the home team in that one. So definitely a difficult task, especially versus a you know, great dual-threat quarterback like Lamar Jackson. Week number seven, the Giants are at Jacksonville. So their, fo their first actual road game since week one. It's it's crazy. So their, their first you know road game is September 11th, and their next actual road game is October 23rd. I mean, that's like over, that's like a month and a half right there of like not playing an actual road game. Anyway, so at the Jaguars, one o'clock game, new head coach and Doug Peterson. They made a lot of big free agent signings. You know, Foyer, Louis Christian Kirk, they, they paid a massive amount of money to. 
They brought in Brandon Sheriff. So, yeah, I mean, they have a lot of new pieces there. But Jacksonville is still on the Giants level. I think this is kind of a toss-up game. Um, if the Giants are serious about making a playoff push this year, which I think some fans may expect already, which you know, might be getting ahead of yourselves, but you never know. Um, this is a game they would have to win in that case. If the Giants want to be a serious 9 or 10 win team, even 8, I mean, they, they should win this game. So I do believe it's a toss-up, and obviously being on the road is not ideal, but you're going to have pretty good weather probably. It's still October. You're at Jacksonville, so... Once again, as long as Daniel Jones is slinging it, the Giants might be in a good spot here. Week number eight, last game before the bye, the Giants are at the Seattle Seahawks. Um, the Seahawks are not very good right now. I would say right now on, on paper, a bottom five team in the NFL. There's a chance they can like trade for Baker Mayfield or something. I have no idea. But as it stands right now, it's basically Drew Locke and Geno Smith. That's not a quarterback room that scares me whatsoever. <laughs> Giants fans know about Geno Smith, of course. Um, not for the best reasons. But yeah, without Russell Wilson, that team is not nearly as scary. They lost Bobby Wagner. Um, they lost the cornerback, Shaquille Griffin. That might have been two off seasons ago. But anyway, yeah, they just don't scare me whatsoever, that Seattle team. So I'm not saying it'll be an easy win. Of course, playing at Seattle and that environment very loud crowd as we know it's it's gonna be a bit tough because of the crowd noise but you know just the talent on the field for the Seahawks it is not nearly as concerning as it once was you know eight ten years ago so to like kind of recap the first half of the schedule as the Giants hit their week nine bye I think the schedule sets up very nicely it's a very favorable schedule for the Giants especially the first half of the year as I've said, new coaching staff, It's it might be a new experience. Brian Dable does not have head coaching experience, and, you know, it's definitely going to help to have all these home games. So you look at the opponents, though. There's some very winnable games. I mean, you know, Tennessee, I, I still take them seriously. They were the first seed in the AFC last year for a reason. But Carolina, Chicago, Jacksonville, Seattle, those are all winnable games, four winnable games right there. So, you know, the Giants could be in a scenario where, they win five out of the first eight games or four out of the first eight games and like put themselves in a pretty decent spot to hit the second half and like maybe put themselves in the hunt. They probably won't be in a wild card spot with a 500 record, but they would find themselves in the hunt and their next two games coming out of the bye are very winnable as well. So like you never know, the Giants might be in a situation where they're fighting for a playoff spot by December, which is Giants fans we don't see very often. I would definitely sign up for that right now. But as I mentioned, with the road game week one and then having no road games for another month and a half, that's also very favorable. So I'm not saying it's perfect, but I would say the first half of the season for the Giants, schedule-wise, is very ideal. So coming out of the bye, the Giants are home versus the Houston Texans, a 1 o'clock game. Houston is in the midst of their rebuild, and they still have Davis Mills as their quarterback. They added some guys via the draft. They added Derek Stingley. They added Kenyon Green, Jalen Petre, who I like, but... Ultimately, this is still a rebuilding team that might be like a five or six win team at best this year. So this is a team the Giants can very much be out of the bye. I would like to believe the Giants have a better coaching staff than they did the past couple years. So I would trust Brian Dable, Mike Kafka, Don Martindale to have a good game plan to beat this Houston Texans team with two weeks of preparation time. So we'll call out a win for the Giants, hopefully. All right, so after that, week 11, the Giants are home once again, this time versus the Detroit Lions. They are a team that I think might be slightly above the Giants level, but like it's a very even matchup, especially when the Giants are the home team. So I will say this is a toss-up game, kind of like the at Jacksonville one. 
Um, you know, to me, Jared Goff's nothing special, but the way they played for Dan Campbell last year, they added more talent, of course. I thought they had a good draft as well. So Detroit, I mean, they're a bit scary. They signed DJ Chark at wide receiver, who I like. I thought that was a good signing. But yeah, I mean, the Giants can definitely beat them with, you know, be, being the home team and possibly riding some momentum at this point. The Giants do have three or four easy matchups coming into this game so they might win two out of three or three out of four whatever it may be so they might have some momentum going into this game so the Giants could win this week 11 matchup so here's where things start to get tough here it starts with a short week at the Dallas Cowboys a Thanksgiving game please Giants do not ruin my Thanksgiving this year I don't want that but there is a chance the Giants come into this game at like six and four and I, I will explain how if they beat Carolina, if they beat Chicago, if they beat Jacksonville, if they beat Seattle, if they beat Houston, if they beat Detroit, six wins, four losses. You go into that game into Thanksgiving, we as Giants fans are going to be very hyped for that. I will say, I just, I would sign up for it right now. I don't know what's going to happen at Dallas, but to be sitting down with my turkey, stuffing, gravy, all the carrots, all that good stuff. And being 6-4, and four, I will sign up for it right now. Those would be some good vibes. I don't know how the game would go, but I would sign up for it in a heartbeat. Anyway... At Dallas, going to be tough. I think we know that. The Giants have not won in Dallas since, what, 2016? I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. I think it's been that long. I'm pretty sure it has. So, yeah, it's it's been a long time. We could have won there last year. It might have been the year prior, whenever the hell they made that game-winning field goal. Anyway, so it's going to be a tough matchup, of course. But the Giants should hopefully be able to split with Dallas this year. As I mentioned, I don't think they got much better, at, if at all, this offseason. So whether they win that Week 3 matchup or win this matchup on Thanksgiving, hopefully they can win this one and you know on Thursday short week you never know who's going to be injured some injuries may happen you know maybe a key player for Dallas is out it could be vice versa maybe a player for the Giants is out I don't know but you know crazy stuff happens on short weeks so we'll see it's gonna be a tough one though on Thanksgiving the next matchup is another the Giants have four divisional matchups in a row here week 12 through week 15 four divisional matchups in a row this one is a December 4th Sunday versus Washington. Extended rest for a week and a half coming off the Thursday game. So 1 o'clock game, home game versus Washington. Now, whether it's the Commanders football team, the R-Words, Daniel Jones has owned this team, and especially at home. And hopefully the Giants win this game. I mean, Carson Wentz, I think is an upgrade over Taylor Heineke, but it's not by a crazy amount. And I'm not I'm not trying to be like, you know, I'm not a person that thinks Carson Wentz is god-awful. I think Wentz is talented. I think sometimes his footwork and decision-making sucks, but I think people are a bit too hard on Wentz sometimes. But anyway, he is an upgraded quarterback, ultimately. They do have some nice receiving weapons. They took a first-round receiver this year, Washington. So their offense, I guess, is a bit scary. They do get Chase Young back from injury. So can that defense kind of rebound and be what they were back in 2020? We'll see. I don't have the highest hopes for Washington. I think them and the Giants are kind of on a similar level. And they could either split or the Giants might go 2-0 against them. I think it's very possible. So that's a winnable game. The next week is a game home versus the Philadelphia Eagles. It's the first First Giants-Eagles matchup of this season. By week 14, we'll know who Jalen Hurts is. We'll know about the Jalen Hurts to A.J. Brown connection. We'll know if the Eagles offensive line could stay healthy and how their defense looks. But assuming the Eagles are who people think they are, which is like an 8-10 to 10 win team, this is going to be a bit of a difficult matchup. I know, I know the Eagles... They have their own question marks right now, but as I said, it's it's later in the season here, December 11th. We're going to know a lot about these teams at this point, so it's kind of a toss-up, a home game. I would say the game at Philly, I would not expect to win, but a home game versus Philly, the Giants at least I think have a fighting chance. 
The next week, December 18th, week 15 at Washington. The Giants have had success there, as I mentioned recently, so I hope that continues. Not much to say there and kind of reiterate what I said the prior week against Washington. Week 16, the Giants are at the Minnesota Vikings and that awesome stadium, so that's cool. Um, could be the Ryan Colony revenge game if he's even on the roster. I don't even know if he is, honestly. But yeah, so they're at Minnesota. It's a big year for Kirk Cousins, and you know he got extended for another year, I believe. But like this is a big make-or-break year for Kirk Cousins in Minnesota. I think right now they are projected to be the second team in the NFC North behind the Packers, of course. But Minnesota does have some good players, of course. Like, they are kind of in that awkward position of like they should rebuild, but they still are good enough to compete type of thing. So they have that going on, but they are a talented roster. And assuming that Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are healthy, um, they're going to be a tough offense to stop. We know that they have some good defensive players as well. So um, obviously it's not going to be an easy matchup. Next is the January 1st, 2023. Oh my God, 2023. This is versus the Indianapolis Colts week 17. So the Giants are home here, which I like. I do remember the last time the Giants played the Colts when the Giants were the home team, they got murdered, I'm pretty sure, right? That was the uh, Odell rookie year, I think, and like they beat us like 42-17. Anyway, so bad memories there, but Matt Ryan on the Colts, how does he look? I don't know. I mean, I think the Colts have some left tackle question marks still. I don't know who their left tackle is right now because uh, uh, Costanzo retired, so they might pick up like a uh, Dwayne Brown type guy or something, or Eric Fisher might still be out there. I don't know, but they have some questions on that Colts roster right now. We'll see how their cornerback room looks. They traded uh, Rocky Sin for a pass rusher, Yannick Ngakwe, so... We'll see how that Colts team looks. I think they had a pretty good offseason for the most part. But as I said, it's late in the season. We're going to know who these teams are by this point. The Colts either might be a really good playoff contender or they might just be trash. I have no idea. But Jonathan Taylor, the running back there, very tough to stop, of course. The final week of the season is at Philadelphia. The time is TBD. We'll find out. But it is a January 8th game at Philadelphia. So obviously the Giants have not had much success here. So yeah, I could see a scenario where the Giants lose the last three games of the year at Minnesota versus the Colts at Philly. It's a tough stretch of three games right there, I will say. But as I said, the Giants, I think, have a realistic chance to start out very nicely, whether it's five and five or six and four. I think it's likely, and I will say, I think you guys can probably tell by the tone of my voice and my body language when doing these videos, I am more optimistic about this Giants team. I now trust the direction they're going in. I think Joe Shane actually has a, a plan. I'm not going to say it's going to work, but at least the guy has an idea of what he's supposed to do right now, so it was very tough to trust the vision of the Giants in the previous regime, but Joe Shane actually seems like he is level-headed and knows what he's doing, so... Coming into this year as a Giants fan, I'm not expecting many wins. I'm not expecting to make the playoffs. I know some people do. Some people expect a 9-win, 10-win season. That would be great, but I, I'm sitting here thinking hopefully 7 or 8 wins is, is what I'm hoping for. I think seven's a very very realistic number. I looked on DraftKings before what the Giants' win total was out of curiosity, and it was 7, so... If they steal one of these games against the better competition, whether they take the Week 1 game or one of the, you know... Um, take the Colts game or the Minnesota game, something like that. I could see this team getting to eight wins, but like, you know, some stuff has to break, right? And the Giants have to take care of business versus teams that they should beat, whether it's Carolina, Chicago, Jacksonville, Seattle, Houston, Detroit. They got to win those games. So they got to take care of business there, win at least a couple of in-division games, and hopefully that's enough to get them to that eight-win mark. And maybe they get to nine. We'll see. But overall, I'm just optimistic about 
the direction this team is going in. Yes, a lot of it depends on how good Daniel Jones is. Yes, a lot of it depends how the cornerbacks look because that group now without James Bradbury is a bit thin and concerning. Their cornerback one, Adoree Jackson, has a lot of injuries in his career, so we'll see if he can stay healthy for an entire season. But overall, I do think the Giants are heading in the right direction, so hopefully we get to watch some fun, competitive football, and as we think towards the future, we know that our favorite football team is going in the right direction, so that's the good news. Anyway, that's going to do it. I hope you guys enjoyed. I think overall, the Giants have a pretty favorable schedule, especially the first 65% of the year. I mean, towards the end, once you get to December, it gets a bit tougher, December, January. But as I said, up until week 11, like the versus Detroit game, after that, it's tough. But before that, you couldn't have set it up any better, I think. So the Giants are looking pretty good for the first... 60 65% of the year. So hopefully things go well. Anyway, that'll do it for the video. Leave in the comments. How do you feel about this schedule? What are you expecting? And, you know, how do you feel about how it's laid out? Do you think it favors the Giants? Am I alone on that? I might be. I don't know. But anyway, I will talk to you guys next time.